Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name's Hassan. And I'm Derek. Derek, what's going on, man? How's it going? Well, my hair's blue now. Your hair? Oh. Oh, there it is. It is blue. There it is. Yes. It, it was supposed to be green. Oh, But ah. um, with the dye jobs that I've been doing, um, or that I should I should be more accurate and say that, that, that my lovely wife, AJ, has been doing... Um, <laughs> Uh, with my red undertone, it's hard to get color because most redheads just keep their color. So there's no uh, dyes or color stuff that's set to offset red. Gotcha. So you get these weird results where it's like, you know, supposed to be like super dark green. And then uh, all of a sudden I, you know, and, and before I took a shower and w- like, you know, rinsed it out, I like looked at it and I was like, all right. And it looked super dark green. I was like, okay, cool. We're on track. The minute <laughs> I washed it, blue. Yeah. <laughs> like mermaid blue with like deep blues and light blues. And like, it was, cr- it was wild. Now it's just kind of this even gnomish looking blue, but yeah. you know. It's not a bad blue. No, it's all right. It just makes me look like a member of the Lollipop Guild. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or a Smurfs fan. Or a Smurfs fan, yeah, exactly. Right um, on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, other than that, let's see what else. Uh, watched a movie, which we will talk about today. Mm-hmm. And um, there was something else I was going to say that I've been doing. Can't remember. Work the fourth. It was pretty pretty boring. Okay, you had to work so, on the fourth. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Cool. Um, pretty boring stuff. The people were cool though, so that yeah. was nice. Made time fly fast, which That's was good. awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's the that's kind of the way I like it. Like if it's gonna be slow, I like at least to have like cool people that I'm working with and stuff. You know, that are like yeah. chatty. Yeah, makes it easy. No, that's cool. Um, and then other than that, I got Diablo four, and I've just been playing that. That has been my. It's been my life. <laughs> and how's it going? Good. Good. Uh, just started playing with friends that are like more than twice my level. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot easier playing with them. I'll put it that I'll put it that way. Oh, okay. Um, Work you mean playing cooperatively? Yeah, cooperatively. I'm okay. trying I'm not trying to, but it just typically when I have time to play, my my friends aren't playing. So um, it's uh, I'm usually flying solo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I die a lot, so. As um, is to be expected. Yeah, exactly. But that's because I'm level 33 or something like that. And my buddy Todd's like 86 mm-hmm. or something. And he's like this necromancer and he has this army of the undead. So basically, like I was telling AJ last night when I play with him, it's essentially me running around be like, can I help? How can I help? <laughs> I'll hit this guy. Oh, he's dead. You already killed him. Oh, I'll go hit that. Oh, he's dead. You already killed him. I have a lightning storm I can do. And it's just like, thank, thank you. Like, you're good, though. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. I haven't played a cooperative game like that in a while. It's fun, man. I like yeah. this game. It's it's good. It's uh, it's fun to get characters together and go missions, go on missions and, uh, you know, develop your skill set and stuff like that. So Yeah, it sounds like it. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to this week? Uh, what did I do? We celebrated the 4th, went to a uh, little barbecue. Um, that was fun. Um, I uh, <laughs> I created a, a jungle juice called the... Uh, which is an ex- basically an extrapolation from the my go-to drink at a bar, um, which is... Uh, uh, What's your I, go-to? 
uh, a whiskey pineapple, oh, um, ooh, particularly ooh. Jameson if, if they have it, okay. which they usually do. Um, Jameson and pineapple juice. I don't know where I got that from. I heard someone order it one time and I was like, that sounds cool. And then I tried it and I was like, oh, this is tropical and, and fun. Um, have you ever so been like, to a tiki bar before? I have, yeah. I oh, love so tiki I bet bars. you go ham there. Yeah, I love tiki <laughs> bars. Um, <laughs> so the minute uh, you were like, I like fruity, I was like, oh, buddy, yeah. I've got one down here we should go to if you want yeah. to go sometime. Oh, I love a good tiki bar. Um, it's a speakeasy tiki bar. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, a speak tiki bar, if a you will. A speak tiki bar? <laughs> it's also spectacular. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so I made a, a jungle juice based on that idea, which was like the base of it was Jameson and then um, uh, Hawaiian Punch, pineapple juice, and uh, cactus cooler soda for like a little Holy texture, a little, little bite to it. Cow, and it was dude. That great. sounds awesome. It was so good. Um, I had two large cups of it and was very sick. <laughs> <laughs> As you would, it's the sugar, bro. Yeah, for sure. That's um, what kills but, you. Yep. Uh, Unless but no, you're it was dr- great. drinking straight alcohol, and then it's just alcohol that kills you. But typically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's just sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it was fun. It was a good time. It was very chill. Mm-hmm. It was a very small good. barbecue. Uh, good, good time. Um, yeah, that was it this week. Just a normal week other than that. Um, but yeah. Um, shall we dive in? Let's do it, man. All right. Um, last thing you sent me, uh, was some info about the purge six, yes. um, saying, uh, it will have America re- remapped into States based in ideology, sexuality, and religion. So um, kind of like it's turning into now. <laughs> yeah. I love these movies. I think oh, they're, they're so uh, they're unabashed, uh, B movies and they kind of have, um, they've kind of, they're kind of the spiritual successor of a lot of those, like. 80s uh b movies that like Mm -hmm. you know they're like simple high concept premises and then you know you just map whatever uh social issues you want to comment on on top of it and i love it uh it reminds me of like they live and and movies like that that are just like oh they live is so good yeah (laughs) i haven't watched they live in a while but i'm going to now (laughs) holy cow and you know what the the like the skeleton effect like when you're seeing the people for what they really look like it still holds up still scary does it spooky awesome i love it um, but yeah, I love the, the Purge movies. Those, the, the faces of the skeletons, and they live, the aliens or whatever they are. I forget. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, gave me nightmares when I was a kid. Oh, 100%. I was like, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very, they're very crazy, weird There's looking. something primal about them that kind of gets your, like, the back of your brain, your Neanderthal yeah. brain going like, mm-mm. We don't like what? skeletons, especially skeletons like, with yeah. eyeballs. Skeletons uh, <laughs> mean death. We're not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the Purge movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I think yep. they're always uh, pretty well done. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I think the, uh, just keep ratcheting up the crazy and keep oh, yeah. keep telling America about itself. And I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, keep showing a, ma- a mirror and we're yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm super into it. Um, it. What else you got? Uh, the Flash is set to become the largest box office flop in comic book movie history. Ooh. This is according to the Geekster, which I've just started following recently, and they come out. They come out with some pretty good stuff. It's usually the Geekster and IGN are usually the ones that break the stuff first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's uh, the biggest box office flop. They have made a list of the top ten biggest comic book flops of all time. I'm going to read them, and then I'm going to have you pick out how many of those are DC. Mm. Number one, The Flash. Oh, yep. DC. Number two, Shazam Two. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three, 
Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. So already they have the top three flops. Yeah. Then you have Dark Phoenix at number four. Then we go back to DC with the Suicide Squad. Oh, man. And again with Black Adam. Then the Fantastic Four. Then R.I.P.D., which I was hoping that one would show up because it's it did not make any money. <laughs> the New Mutants on number nine, which I didn't even realize came out. Yeah, it went straight and to streaming. rounding it out at number 10, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Wow. So they have one, two, three, four, five, six of the top 10 comic book movie flops. That's crazy. <laughs> what Ouch. an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, like, well done. I, if that, I don't know how to help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch New Mutants? No, I never did. I didn't gotcha. even know it came out. I thought they just scrapped it. No, I think it came out like very, very briefly. It was a, a it was so for a like movie one that weekend. Yeah, it came out for like a week because it was one of those movies that was like supposed to come out and then COVID hit, and so yeah. like it was like, what do we do with this? Uh, and so release they it. eventually. So go ahead. I said release it. Just like yeah, put so, it on streaming, man. Yeah. So that's basically what they did. It was out for yeah. like two days, and they're like, ah, okay. oh, we're just gonna put this on streaming. Uh, um. Yeah, that was because that was also when the Disney. I believe that was when the Disney Fox merger was like happening, and mm. so they weren't sure what they were gonna do with these leftover Fox yeah, movies. Yeah, okay, that makes yeah. sense, and that would shelve the future of New Mutants pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. It's not a terrible movie. Uh, it's not great, but uh, it's it, you know it's fine. It's like a it's like a, a horror movie, but set in the X Men universe. So it's 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 not it's not bad. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, I would say I think it's on Disney Plus still. Uh. Uh. Uh, you should watch it if you get it if you uh, get an opportunity. I'll, but yeah, I'll add it to my my list of like I have this list of like random movies that I'm like you know kind of they're kind of in that sort of area where it's like when I don't know mm-hmm. what to watch I can just roll the dice and see what I've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. No, I hear you. I think that's a that's a good plan. Just add it to the list. Don't don't yeah. run out by any means to oh, go no, see no, it. No. <laughs> you mean right now? Takes headphones yeah. off and runs out the door. Right now. Um, uh, we got, uh, uh, this is a, a, just a funny thing. It's just a meme you sent, but, um, it's, uh, about the James Gunn, uh, the Batman movie that's coming from James Gunn's DC, mm-hmm. the Batman Brave and the Bold. The, Brave and the Bold, yes. Yeah, Batman Raising Damian Wayne. And then the meme suggests Pedro Pascal should play Batman. Um, I think that would be great. Uh, especially. <laughs> I especially, just sent it to you with the text. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's pretty good at being tough it. and raising a kid. Um, <laughs> I would not hate it. Yeah, uh, but I don't well, want him to who, pigeonhole himself either. So yeah, uh, who do you think would be a good choice for Batman in in that type of movie where he's being a father figure raising a raising a Damian Wayne? I don't know. I honestly, I keep going back to Jensen Ackles. Like, give him the shot, man. Mm-hmm. He's been Batman, the voice of Batman, and some animated stuff for mm-hmm. so long. Like, and he's mm-hmm. really good, and he's good at collaboration stuff. So like. Give him, give him a shot at the cape and cowl. Why not? Yeah. He's um, old enough to play a dad. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, he's 45. He doesn't look 45. He's only five years but... older than... Well, he's only six years older than me. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I yeah think... he's old enough to play a dad. For sure. Um, yeah, I think he'd be great. And um, a cool dad. Yeah. <laughs> if he gets some uh, time off in between boys' seasons, uh, or if his character is killed... Uh, then uh, maybe he can do it. Or if boys wraps up their run. That's true. 
Um, or if right. James Gunn goes, hey, here's a bunch of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's a truckload of money. I'd be like, money. well, I guess I'm not Soldier Boy on the boys anymore. Yep. I literally would go into the production and be like, sorry, everybody, but it's this or I could be Batman. So yeah, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fulfill a childhood dream and just be Batman. We yep. all know where this is going. If you're surprised, you shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got a first look at the suit for Deadpool 3. Ryan Reynolds is in it. Yeah, looks, looks fine. Great. Brighter looks red really than bright. the other one. Yeah, yeah I like it. red than the other one. Um, He's, uh, his, uh, he does not skip leg day. He's got some, uh, some, he's got some thighs he's got on some him. He's got some gams, buddy. Yeah. He does not yeah, no, skip he's got, leg He's got day, a good physique. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's looking good. Yeah. He's got a great Looking silhouette for, for that. Because that suit does not do you any favors. No, you know? <laughs> it does not hide any secrets. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got a, a great physique. Um, yeah, Ryan Reynolds looks great. I think this suit looks great. Um, there's a... Uh, people are noticing, apparently, in the backseat of the van that is like a, yeah, a prop. Yeah, there's someone wearing, the, wearing yeah. the, the filming mask or whatever. Yeah. And... I think that's probably a stunt double. Uh, it's probably... Uh, uh, if I had to guess, it's probably Ryan Reynolds watching the stunt double do the take and and do all that kind of thing. There's a lot of theories uh, in these comments about yeah. like, oh, that's a, a secondary Deadpool, which it, of course it could be. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Um, what if that's how Deadpool saves the day is by uniting the multiverse army of Deadpools and Wolverines to like take down whatever big bad's going on? That would I be think hilarious. something like that is is probably uh, probable. I think there's some. I could see a team of like three dead bulls and an army of them because they're self healing. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, you don't really need an army of them. I guess is the point. uh, uh, Is a good point. They are the army. Right. He's a one man army, uh, and and Wolverine kind of is too, which is why I think they make a cool mix. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure what this is going to be. I know there's going to be multiverse stuff, but I don't know if that means more Deadpools or if that just means more cameos for other characters, but. Either way, I'm excited about this. I know they had paused for a while on this because of the writer strike. Um, looks like they've uh, decided to move ahead with production with the script as is. I'm assuming. Um, so cool. Um, yeah. I guess they're they're probably trying to get uh, as much of this done before. Um, I know SAG is is planning on striking too, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always a domino effect. It's it's sure, the writers yeah. guild and SAG after uh, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, and good for them. Make the money. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, Tom Cruise says he wants to make Mission Impossible films until he's 80. I don't um, think he'll live that long. Yeah. <laughs> I think he will literally kill himself doing stunts. Yeah, I, yeah. Harrison Ford has already been in two plane crashes, and he wasn't even doing stunt work. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a law of diminishing returns. Like, if he's hell-bent on doing this, Tom Cruise will die. Doing a stunt for yeah. a mission. And do we want to see eighty-year-olds doing action? No. Is a is a question we are going to want to see eighty-year-old Ethan Hunt, who's like, oh, no, we don't. And we'll talk about why when we talk about the movie. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like, no, I don't want. I want my Ethan Hunt to be crazy and awesome until he just retires, and then have him retire at the peak, and then like bring somebody else in new who can constantly run a lot. Yep. Like, I yeah, agree. I don't. I don't want to see eighty-year-old Tom Cruise action hero. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Uh, Unless it's like an action comedy, right? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> what if that's what the, the Mission Impossible movies become? They just become these big, broad action comedies by that time? That would be really funny. <laughs> yeah. Starring Tom Cruise, Jackie Chan, and Chris Tucker. Yeah. How did he end up in Rush Hour? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, speaking of Mission Impossible. Tussies, Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, yep. Um, speaking of Mission Impossible, IGN has given it an 8 in their review. Mm-hmm. Um, departing from the gloom and doom of Fallout, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is an explosive yet self-reflexive entry into the long-running action saga that leaves you wanting more. Um, high praise, I think, yep. um, for this movie. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm oh excited God, about it. Um, yeah, I have a soft spot in my heart for these movies, so uh, I'm uh, looking for forward me, to it. they are the same as the Mission Impossible franchise. They're just oh, sorry, not the Mission Impossible. The same as the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm-hmm. They are just like they're just roller coaster movies. Like you just yeah. go. Those are the movies you go and you just slam popcorn into your mouth while you're like, and then, and then, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. It is definitely that. Keep turn on the the popcorn funnel and just like just just let her rip. Let me yeah, enjoy exactly. my movie. Let's get a good summer blockbuster going, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> High octane um, summer blockbuster. I love oh, dude, hundred percent. God, I love them. Um, I finished uh, No Time to Die the other day as well. Mm, what'd you mm-hmm. think? That's good. I liked it. Yeah. It's perfectly fine Bond movie. It's a great exit for Daniel Craig. Yeah, and I like um, that he's like. I love that the movie definitively goes. Oh, he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's good. Uh, I, I yeah, I thought it was a great way to yeah end end that that run of movies. Uh, yeah, it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was very 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 long, uh, but <laughs> yeah. but I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, movies are getting longer and longer. I feel like they are. Um, even what we consider like average runtime movies are now like two and a half hours. And well, it's I remember like, when I was a kid, you go in for an hour and a half. Yes, the ninety movie minute movie, man. Two hours. Mm-hmm. And then Lord of the Rings came, and everybody was like, "Oh, we need to seriously readjust our like concept of what long movies are." Because right. when like there's like movies like Lawrence of Arabia and like the Ten Commandments that are like four hours long. Yeah, that you would have like a twenty minute intermission in between. <laughs> Crazy dude, that's like, insanity. Holy cow. Now they're like, "No, you will sit through four hours straight." <clears throat> yeah, and you will like it. <laughs> Can I have a bathroom break? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is. They're getting they're getting out of hand with these these uh, movie lengths. I have to start um, wearing like a catheter or something like that. Yeah, to make it a diaper. Now. Yeah, exactly. Just pick what are you doing? I'm peeing. Yeah. Um, you don't want to go to the bathroom? Can't miss the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What does this say? Oh, <clears throat> you want to read this thing about James Gunn and Superman and whatnot? Yes, Superman Legacy tells the story of Superman's journey to reconcile his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing as Clark Kent of Smallville, Kansas. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way, guided by human kindness in a world that seems kindness as, sees kindness as old-fashioned. So that is what um, James Gunn has said. He has also gone on to say that the Superman Legacy will not include Kent's origin story, which I'm very grateful for that. Hopefully yes. we just meet him in an opening of him you know, on his way to work and then something happens and he runs into the telephone booth and changes into Superman and flies away and it's like, yeah, yeah Superman's here. With <laughs> yeah. the with the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Superman. With <laughs> yeah. the big swell of the soundtrack, you know, it's yeah. like, dun, dun, dun. 
Yes. I hope that's the opening of the movie. I hope the opening is like uh, just as joyous about the character as the opening to The Amazing Spider-Man where he's just like falling, free falling. Yes. You remember that? Yes. Uh, like, it starts yes, on the logo what we want. and yes. then it like comes out and it's like you just he's free falling down the side of a skyscraper and then just flip. It's yeah. like, oh, yes. oh, that's what we you want from Superman. No, you know what we want as just fans. give it to us. <laughs> exactly. Like we we're not shy about it. We've told no. you what we want. Now just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give me one. How would people like? I'm gonna reinvent this. I'm like, we, we don't want that. No, we don't want the we wheel. Want the we thing. already have the wheel. We have the wheel. Thank you. Yeah. We have technology and electricity. We just want the thing. Just yeah. make the thing. Just it's like it's it. like my constant argument at King Arthur and Robin Hood. I'm like, don't do, just do the thing. Yeah. Like, don't do it new. Don't yeah. do it weird. It's like what they were talking about with Zorro for a while. Like, Zorro's gonna be set in the future. I'm like, no, just no. just do it. Do it normal. Yeah, just, don't just be do weird, thing. you little yeah. freak. Yeah. Like, you don't need to make it strength. You don't need to make it yours. Just make it. All right. Um, what do we have next here? GTA um, Six news. GTA Six news. Uh, yeah, this looks great. Um, the map is gigantic. Map is gigantic. <laughs> the lighting has been redone to be photorealistic. They mm-hmm. rebuilt the law enforcement AI from the ground up, saying it is the most advanced AI for video games ever. So this is going to suck, and it's also why I'm glad I err on the side of if I go big, I go four st- I go five stars, not one. Like Yeah. <laughs> I'm so um, stoked for this game. They said uh, you can carry bodies in this, which means that, which means we're going to get stealth missions. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, surfing is going to be part of the game with like yeah. realistic like <laughs> wave dynamics and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yep, and we're supposed to get um, a reveal, uh, an official reveal in October, and mm-hmm. they're looking at a 2024 release. I love how they just out of nowhere, like nothing, 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 and they're like, oh, you're getting it next year, guys. It's yeah, like, what? It's- yeah, I mean, this game, I mean, I think the last game may have been eclipsed by Breath of the Wild, but it was like the highest selling game for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this game is going to make so much money. Like, It's, it's going to be amazing. It's it's crazy. I can't uh, wait. Yeah, and then also we got some more Spider-Man stuff. Uh-huh, uh, which looks awesome as well. Yes, they've introduced some new swinging mechanics. You can do like the little like... Uh, you can shoot two webs, one in each hand, and like kind of pole vault yourself or like uh, slingshot Cat- yourself. Yeah, slingshot yourself. Yeah, you can also f- glide using uh, Miles's suit with like the web wings. Yeah, dude, this is gonna be great. That game's gonna be amazing. <laughs> we are literally uh, enjoying an embarrassment of riches PS5 when it comes to video games. So bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I need to get one. Um, what else so we got good. here? Let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Quentin Tarantino says Kill Bill Volume 3 isn't happening and I loved your response like is there not a third movie yeah for some reason I feel like there are three Kill Bill movies but maybe I'm just imagining that one of the most like weird and auteur film directors of all time and you're like I love how you're just, I just, I don't know his filmography. What, what is he, what is he making movies still? Yeah, did we not get a third one? Did we not get a third one? I thought he made five. What? Yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry, what? No, uh, there is not a third one. Gotcha. I'm not surprised by that because okay. it's been so long and he's already said he's making one more movie and then he's done. So Yeah, I, I would imagine those Kill Bill movies take a lot of work and I oh, can understand why he would well, not be interested. There in- is a stunt <laughs> sequence in it uh-huh. that in the first one, if you remember, with the crazy 88s, mm-hmm. like think about the amount of stunt choreography that had oh, to dude. go into that scene. The amount of rehearsal, I'm sure, yeah. was just insane. There's like 
How many guys on that set? Wait, when a lot. she's done, <laughs> the whole floor is just covered in yeah. like people and yeah. blood. Yeah, it's um, it, that sequence is insane. I uh, love so that yeah. sequence. Um, so good. But yeah, okay. Well, uh, I'll look forward to whatever his other movie is yep. going to be, and yep. not a Kill Bill sequel. Um, speaking of movies that uh, auteur directors have coming, uh, we got some more photos of Zack Snyder's uh, Rebel Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, sp- specifically, a photo of Ray Fisher's character holding a giant rail gun slash assault rifle, assault rifle thing. slash whatever that is. <laughs> Looks pretty cool. He's got long dreads and face paint. Super toned arms. Yeah, super buff. Um, you know, we get some other photos here. Um, someone carrying some like lightsabery looking things. Um, uh, we got a, a look at a droid character of of, of, mm-hmm. of a sort. Um, yeah, I think this is gonna be great. Uh, on the last photo, there's like a there's like a weird tree creature, <laughs> like no, a it's weird staghorns, dude. It's oh, it's like staghorns, no, but it's on the like droid. a. Oh, why does he have staghorns and a cape? <laughs> and a cape. I'm very interested. Um, uh, yeah. Also, Charlie Hunnam's in this. I didn't realize. Oh yeah, you didn't know that. No. Yes. He all is. right. This is gonna be cool. I'm into this. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm into this. Go Zack Snyder. Go. I guess. Um. J.J. Abrams is doing a Hot Wheels movie. I didn't know this. I didn't know that either. Um. It's des- he describes it as Hot Wheel uh, as an emotional, grounded, and gritty film. If it's um, on an orange track, I'm not going to take it seriously. Emotional, yeah. grounded, or gritty. Yeah. The live-action adaptation of Hot Wheels is set to rev up its engines as Mattel Films has brought on writers Dalton Lieb and Nicholas Jacobson Larson to pin the script with J.J. Abrams producing. So he's producing it. No, he's the producing, 54-year-old. Yeah, he's not directing. Um, the 54-year-old race car toy franchise will be brought to life in a live-action adaptation. The Rise of Skywalker, excuse me, the Rise of Skywalker director describes the uh, the Hot Wheels flick as emotional, grounded, and gritty. Yeah, I wonder what the what the story is. Like, is it going to be within the world of Hot Wheels, or is it going to be a movie about the Hot Wheels thing? You know what I mean? Here's what I okay. Is it a racing movie? You know I think what I mean? It might be a racing movie. And okay. if there's a Triceratops car, again, I'm not going to take it as emotional, grounded, or gritty. Like Hot Wheels, part of Hot Wheels is known for its like wide range of stuff. You can get realistic replicas of the cars you drive, or you can get these wild and out, like crazy, you know, vehicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know what about how you take toy cars and make you a movie about it. Being emotional, yeah. grounded, and gritty. Like Gran Turismo, it seems like they saw Gran Turismo and they're like, oh, people want it serious. It's yeah. like, no, if you just make it fun and Hot Wheels, like, come on, yeah. man. Yep. Does it need to be serious? It's Hot Wheels. Yeah, it doesn't need to be at all. It's called Hot Wheels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, anything else in the DMs worth mentioning before we jump to the movie? Um, I don't see much here. Oh, uh... Greta Gerwig is set to write and direct at least two Chronicles of Narnia films for Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. that's good news. Great. Um, awesome yeah, choice. sure. Love yeah, that. great. I would actually She's like great. to see those movies done competently. Yeah. Um, I've only seen the first one, uh, like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen any of the sequels. I will anything. say this. The Walden Media ones are a like a massive step up from the ones we used to watch when I was a kid mm-hmm. that were made by the BBC. 
Oh, I've never seen those. Yeah. Where they're where the animation, where the uh, secret, where the special effects were animation, but only where it really counted. Everything else was humans in really bad costumes. Oh no. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Beaver, when you met, are human beings in like these barrel-shaped costumes with their hands out. And they're like, well, I don't know if I want to. And it's just like, what? <laughs> like, I want to find um, Lucy has buck teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't I, Mr. Thomas? It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Um, yeah, I think she'll do a great job. Um, yeah, I I trust it. Cool. I'm into that. Um, oh, shall oh we... real quick before oh, yeah, we before we leave it. Um, you sent me this thread, this question of um, who would win, who would have an easier time beating the rogues gallery if they're transferred to the opposite universe, Spider-Man or Batman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. The Batman would were... have New York cleaned up in like no time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like Peter Parker would do okay, but he might almost be murdered like several times by the Riddler. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, with the spider sense and all that stuff, he'd be fine, you know? Yeah. Like, he'd be fine. But he would have some pretty close calls, I have a feeling. Probably. Give um, me, like, older Batman. Established, like, Arkham-level, like, <laughs> video games-level Batman. Put him in the Spider-Man universe. <laughs> yeah. They're like, the bad guys are like, hey, it's spider Like, robbing a bank. Like, hey, it's Spider-Man. And before... <laughs> Because they're used to Spider-Man landing and like trading quips with them for a little bit. Yeah. Batman just swings in and boot kicks this dude. In the <laughs> oh God! Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, um, yeah. I think bomb, that... and then in the middle of the thing, he just takes him out. <laughs> Somebody in the comments said. <laughs> Someone in the comments said, here comes the Batman with enough prep time would beat Goku. <laughs> uh, uh, people, which I think exactly. is hilarious. I think that's funny, too. I'm not thinking about that. No prep time. Just like wormhole opens. They swip swap. Who would, you know? Yeah. I think there are there are uh, a handful of Spider-Man villains that I think would like Batman could not who, who, who Batman could not stand up to. Uh, like who? Um, I think like what's he gonna do with like what's he gonna do with Carnage? <laughs> Interesting. He would do which or Venom, I think, for that no, matter. I, I, well, I think the answer is the same. I think he would systematically like keep working on it until he would find the weak point and then burrow in like he always does, yeah. and then just break you. <laughs> um, uh, but again, that's the with enough prep time, Batman. Can right. Be but I think I don't know. I think he. I. I. Here's the thing: fully loaded for bear level Batman. Uh-huh. Like on a like on a night out when he's going out on a Gotham night when he knows it's gonna go down, so he yeah. brings everything. Like mm-hmm. I think a fully loaded for bear Batman would be pretty okay. He would I think it would take him a second, but I think once he figured out kind of what he was doing, he'd have mm-hmm. enough in his arsenal to figure out some way to take down Carnage or Venom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider Man's great because Spider Man just does it on his own. That's really like. Yeah. But I like Batman because he's like got. Stuff <laughs> like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like she'd probably throw a freezing battering at Carnage and then like encase him in ice to start, and then be like, "Alfred, analyze this organism." Like, yeah. <laughs> Some of these memes are pretty funny, though. I oh, I bet it's. A, I need to. Re- I didn't have a chance to really get into it, but I, I the minute you sent it to me, I was like, I don't have enough time to look in the comments yeah. today. <laughs> 
Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah. It. Uh, we've got the uh, the Marvel uh, video games lineup with Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, mm-hmm. Iron Man, and then Captain America and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. The Untitled. Um, and yeah, looks like it's going to be... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, like um, we yeah, like like I was saying before, like we when it comes to video games, we are just we're being spoiled right now. Oh, um. we're about to be in a big way. Like I don't know if I have enough money or time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> There's but so this, many games to buy but this year. I will say, but this year, and if Grand Theft, okay, if Grand Theft Auto Six comes out next year, like they're saying, I buy. I'll just buy games and then shelve them until I'm done playing GTA Six. Yeah. I hear you. Because that'll be about a year's worth of gameplay for me. Mm-hmm. But that's what I like about those big games. Is that I was explaining it to AJ. It's like, yeah, I, I drop like what I do on on the level that I do, but we're looking at like months of like entertainment there. You yeah, know? and games like yeah, like Grand Theft Auto and Spider Man and stuff like that. They have such uh, high amounts of uh, replay value. Mm-hmm, exactly. That it's like, yeah, it's. They're worth. They're well worth the money in the long run if you enjoy playing them. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I think I've played Red Dead Redemption two like six or seven times now. Yeah, <laughs> I need to play that again. I, I just see, but yeah. you always go back because it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I need to. I need to play that again. Um, yeah, I'm just. Uh, I'm rounding out Spider Man. I'm trying to uh, Miles Morales. I'm trying to like just do a hundred percent completion on the hardest mm-hmm. difficulty, and so it's taken a little while, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I only have one story mission left, but I'm trying to do all the other stuff before I do that mission. So, uh, yeah, and then I think from there I'll probably move on to uh, playing Red Dead again. Um, yeah, I love video games. Uh- <laughs> I do too. The art is becoming so good now. Yeah, uh, I can't wait till that Metal Gear remaster comes out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Metal Gear oh, I was gonna Snake say, Eater. We're gonna lose oh. you. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, all right, shall we jump into the movie? Let's do it. All right. We both saw a film this week. We did. What um, film was it? We, we both saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, I'm assuming. The Dial <laughs> of Destiny. Um, yeah. What were your expectations going into this? Um, I was open. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely... Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting to be impressed. Mm-hmm. But I was expecting to just... I wanted to just see what they were going to do. And truthfully, after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I was a little bit wary about, you know, what we were going to do. And, um, and you know, where it was going to go and what kind of stuff it was going to feature. And, uh, yeah, but I wanted to give it its fair share, you know, fair shot. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's kind of where... Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> You're fine. That's kind of where I uh, ended up with it. Where I just went in kind of be like, all right, movie, show me what you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, same. Uh, I so I have I have not seen all of the Indiana Jones movies. I have only seen Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom. You haven't seen Last Crusade. I have not seen Last Crusade. I have not seen uh, Crystal Skull in its entirety. I've seen scenes from mm-hmm. it, but I've never seen that whole movie. Do yourself uh, a favor. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to hear your opinion about this movie after you have seen all of them. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm definitely down to watch uh, 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 the other two. Um, yeah, I was just just, say, you're not going to have a bad time. It's an Indiana Jones movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> Kingdom yeah. of the Crystal Skull is, the plot is bad. It's, at least it's, I will say it moves. Okay. So at least it's not like boring. Right. You know, it's just mm-hmm. not, you'll see it. You'll understand what I'm talking okay. about. It's one of those, like, it's kind of the same thing happened in Crystal Skull for me happened in this movie where you uh-huh. like, you just going, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I like this style of movie, and I I, I mm-hmm. like I like Raiders of the Lost Ark a lot. Um, Bring so, back yeah, more I, adventure movies like this. Yeah, they need to. Um, yeah, it's the I think, Mummy. Like, yeah, the, the mummy, mummy franchise, like Indiana Jones, like this. 19, back when like adventuring was like when technology was still like about when cars were still like coming around, where you could be like a race car driver, but then be like an adventurer for your actual job, and be like, where are you mm-hmm. going? Like, I'm gonna go to Egypt for a couple months and dig up some mummies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my life is amazing. I love being rich and British. Yeah, I think the hard part about adventure movies in in this day and age is every you know. Uh, Every charismatic leading man and or woman is being used up by superhero franchises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't really have time to do anything else. Oh, I know. <laughs> and so the little ones that we do get are like, you know, little squeezed out ones in between superhero movies like um, uh, the one that Tom Holland was in. Oh, Uncharted. Uh, Uncharted and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. like we got to it's almost like we got to like discover a new action star to put in these adventure movies cuz everyone's yeah, just and keep them secret so Marvel and DC <laughs> yeah. don't find him. Yeah. Or Amazon. Just, yeah, that's or just Sony. What, like just yeah. keep them secret in a closet. Be like we're going to make you the new Indiana Jones, but like you just you just you just got to be hidden for like a couple of years. Yeah, just stay Can I go over outside? There. No, that's how they'll find you. Yeah. Um, I actually think uh, it's funny you mentioned Jensen Ackles as Batman. I think he he could be a good Indiana Jones replacement. Oh, he'd be a great Indiana um, Jones. Because people are like, get Chris Pratt, but I'm like, no, no, like nope. Indiana Jones, no, nope. yeah, no. Wega level strike outside of whatever studio it is. <laughs> yeah, if they cast Chris, Chris Pratt. It's like, no, you're not thinking straight. Yeah. You got it. Someone AJ asked me if they were going to recast him, and I was like, they. She's like, who would I pick? And I was like, I would do an unknown man. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. or, or a relative, like or somebody on the fringe. You know, like Jensen Eccles would be perfect. Like that yeah. level of like yeah. been around, has a good you know, has some good street cred, you know, he'd be perfect as Indiana Jones, I think. Yeah. Cause I think with any Harrison Ford character, but especially Indiana Jones, like and, and granted, you can always do like a fresh take, but I think the part of the Indiana Jones character needs to have like a like a I'd rather not be doing this. Like I really right. just want to like be an archaeologist, but yes. these, these damn Nazis keep. You yes, know what exactly, I mean? <laughs> exactly. No, it. What it is is I want to be back in the back at the place, like like teaching kids. Doing, yeah. Do, I'm gonna put on my ears, but doing my job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but these goddamn Nazis. Yeah. Keep stealing relics. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually it's not even Nazis. People keep stealing shit, so I need to take it to put it back in a museum so everybody can enjoy it. Right. Stop stealing things so I can teach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But really, so he, he's an adrenaline junkie that loves it deep, deep down. So, like, that's right. what you need to like, where he's just like, where he's like, ah, oh, God, here we go. But he's also like, yes, this is great. I love mm-hmm. this. <laughs> yeah, totally. I so, love yeah. punching Nazis. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we all do, Indiana. We of all course. love to punch Nazis. <laughs> of course. If you um, haven't, I recommend you do. <laughs> yeah. well, do the world a favor. Punch a Nazi today. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, let's uh, let's dive in. Um, yeah. So what did, what did you think coming out of the movie? Um, as someone uh, who 
is a fan of the franchise and had you well, know was talking, optimistic about it's not it. Just a fan of the franchise. I've been a fan of the franchise since I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. I've read all the when before Disney took over uh, Star Wars, there was a, a a line a publisher called Bantam. Mm-hmm. That was a book publisher, and they did all Star Wars and Indiana Jones stuff. So I've read like the compendium mm. of Indiana Jones like novels. Oh, I've wow. watched all of the young Indiana Jones TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've if there's Indiana Jones to be consumed, I've consumed it. Mm-hmm. And I will say that as these movies go on, it's a law of diminishing returns to the point where I go. It's fun to see Harrison Ford do his thing, but at the same time, it's time to pass the torch to somebody else. Yes. Because he's just at the point where it's unbelievable. Like watching him run. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was like, oh, he's hurting. Yeah. Like he doesn't do this. He's like trying to watch him like quick change and like, you know, run and then stop and slide and then, you know, move over. It's like the stuff right. he used to do with younger Indy. I was like, oh, dude, like it can't, like all he can do is drive now. Yes. You know, that's his main skill. Like, that's Indiana Jones's main skill. And it was like, it was fun to see him in a modern setting where he was kind of outpaced, again, but it, but he wasn't because he was against enemies from his past. But at the same time, it was like, it was kind of like, oh, wow, like, this, he's too old for this. Yes. You know? Um, yes. And so that made me sad. And then um, the first two acts, I will say, were great. Mm-hmm. And the third act is awesome. Until mm-hmm. the spoilers, until mm-hmm. they go through the time rift into <laughs> yeah. the deal. The minute they went through the time rift, I was like, oh, and I'm out. Really? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll talk about it. Like, Because I like it when you lead it up just to the point of it being like crazy. But like, like even if they went through the time rift, because I knew what they were going to do once they went through the time rift, and we can get there. But sure. like, my problem was the minute they went through, I knew where it was going to go, and I didn't like that I was right. Gotcha. Because, like, you can... Anyway, I'll explain it later. But what did sure. you think, Yeah, having not, um, not knowing Indiana Jones, you know, like an obsessive I, white yeah, kid did totally. back in the 80s and 90s? Totally, yeah. I So I was basically just watching it as a film, uh, sure. like, not with with not much baggage. Um, other, all, I basically was just familiar enough with the characters based on what the movies I had seen. It wasn't like, I need this to be good. But um, I was watching it, and I was... Pleasantly surprised that it was not terrible. Um, it wasn't it, bad. No, it's not a bad movie. It was movie. fun. Yeah, it's fun. But I have my uh, issues with it. <laughs> yes, 100%. I think, um, I thought, uh, specifically, I thought it was a bold choice to um, make basically the first 20 to 30 minutes of this movie young Indiana Jones. Um, That's I part of the that, entire movie. Right. I, I, I thought that that was a very bold choice. I didn't know if the CGI was going to hold up. I think mm. it held up pretty well. I was very surprised. Yeah, there were a couple moments where I'm like, oh, that doesn't look oh, yeah. great. When he's but- <laughs> moving his head around really quickly, I yes. was like, oh, there's a neck wrinkle. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, for the most part, it looked pretty good. I, you know, uh, I thought it was a great sequence. I, I loved the train stuff. All of that mm-hmm. was great. Um, yeah, for the most part, I liked this movie a lot. I think it was... I think they felt pressure to make this movie bigger than it needed to be. I um, agree. And I think there there were too many characters mm-hmm. um, I, on on both the good team and the bad team. Um, yeah. And and I think the script in that way, because it was trying to do a little bit too much, I think was a little sloppy. And some yeah. things were just uh, 
they may have, I mean, I'm sure there are some things they probably shot, but like ultimately didn't put in the movie. But either way, I think uh, there were some character arcs that were lacking or just altogether not there. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, and so I think the script had uh, uh, had some issues. Uh, I didn't mind the third act twist as much. Um uh, there, there were some dramatic elements of that of that sequence that I didn't love, which we'll get to. But um, in terms of them going into the past, I didn't hate that uh, on its face. Um, but there were some choices they made within that that I was like, oh, this I don't like, I don't love that. But um, yeah, I think the movie overall I enjoyed. Um, it's long. Um, it is. It is. It's very long. Um, you're aware of it, <laughs> and you're aware of it. Um, and yeah, I think if it was missing anything to me, and I think they, they chose to do the third act twist as like a version of this, but I think this movie was missing like a, a and I think the, the issue is Indiana, or Harrison Ford is 80 years old, but I think this, this movie was missing the iconic sort of Indiana Jones weird set piece. Um, what you know, like whether it's the giant boulder or something like that. Like I think it mm-hmm. needed one of those, and it didn't really have one. I mean, yeah. I guess the train sequence well, was kind of that, but the it train wasn't... sequence I think would count as that as the as the cold open like big. Yeah, because you know, who doesn't look? Oh my god, I hit my smack my microphone. I'm sorry. No, it's um, okay. <clears throat> it's just gonna be a loud wham. On the <laughs> um, who doesn't love a good like fight on the top of a train? Oh sure, yeah. I thought that sequence was done really well too. Um, yeah, I, I guess I was just kind of looking for something like something I like some kind of iconic thing that we haven't seen before yet. Like the big boulder was, mm-hmm. I was, I guess I was looking for something like that to be like, oh, that's the selling point of this movie. Well, you know what I it's mean? It's the big boulder in the beginning. It's the, it's the, it's the tomb raid in the beginning that, that right. open sequence. You can't just mm-hmm. take the boulder out of it and be like, it's all about the boulder. Right. Right. So you've got the, you've got the tomb raider sequence. In Raiders in the opening, you have uh, the uh, gunfight inside of the nightclub in China in Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. where the big uh, gong bell rolls along and the dude just <laughs> hammering away at with a Tommy gun while Indiana Jones is running behind it, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's um, a great sequence. <laughs> well, he's being poisoned and he's trying yeah. to find the antidote, and yeah. Steven Spielberg's girlfriend is the being annoying all the entire time in that entire movie. Yeah, you know that's why she got the part, right? Uh uh-uh. uh we were watching it ages like, why is she in this movie? It's like, because she was sucking Steven Spielberg. Yeah, gotcha. And well, you put her in it. And yeah. she's, she's great in other movies. She's just mm-hmm. not good in that movie. Yeah. Um, and no, I was like, and I was like, you know what? I said that a little crudely, but I don't care. That's what was happening. I'm sure it was. <laughs> like, like, that's how she got her major career. And points to her if that's how she did it. Like, hey man, you know. Um, uh, so you got the the gun. You got the the firefight inside of the casino, and then in Last Crusade, you have shoot because you haven't seen this one. So I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've seen that one. I'm gonna look it up real quick. I'm looking okay. it up. I'm sorry. Otherwise, my That's brain okay. is just for time. Um, and then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't. Oh, you have the uh, the raid inside of the um, warehouse where the uh, 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 from the first one, the lost, the the Ark of the Covenant the, is yeah. stored. So they're trying to steal something from that warehouse, and then that's when you see the you know deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the last. Crusade, cold open. Uh, 
I did like that they were there were some. Oh yes, the origin story for uh, Last Crusade is. It's, I always get it confused with Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Um, <clears throat> is when he's a kid, and it shows how he gets the scar and the use mm. of the whip and the hat, and mm. um, yeah, and then it ends with um, it ends with him as an adult getting the Cross of Cortez back on the on this ship, and then going over the ocean, and then there's the big explosion, and the guy in the white hat's like. Um, the guy in the white hat's little fedora floats by him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's where he's. It belongs in a museum. Right. <laughs> and the guy goes. So do you. And then he yeah. blows up the ship. And Indiana Jones is like. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the wh- It's funny. The whip is such an interesting uh, choice of weapon because it's like. Aesthetically, it fits kind of like in like the 30s and that that looks sort of like the Tomb Raider-y thing. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like what is like it's it's a weird thing to carry though because it's not like oh, I'm sorry, it's a weird thing to carry when you're in your 80s and everybody's got <laughs> guns now. Yeah, yeah, it's just a weird <laughs> thing to have because it's like, like there's really the 30s, not much to do most with people it. People would have <laughs> knives, right? Right. In like the, right. it's like mostly knives. Guns yeah. would be kind of a rarity unless you're yeah. a gangster kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now. In this world where we find Indiana Jones where he's in his 80s, everybody has guns. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird choice. (laughs) He's kind of – I love – like the hard part with this movie was trying to be like, yeah, he's outdated, but he's still relevant. And I'm like, how? Right. I think – yeah. I think – so – I think that's kind of the big overall thing with the movie. It is like – it's a well-executed movie. Like it's fine. But it's just like why – like – What's the point of telling this story with Indiana right. Jones? You know what I mean? That's kind of I the had, overarching question. Go ahead. I had a conversation with somebody on the 4th of July. Yeah. Uh, was it the 4th? When did I see this movie? When did this movie come out? I was uh, No, it was this last week when I was working. It was uh, Tuesday? Wednesday? Anyway, having a conversation with somebody, and we came up with a way better way to do this movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bookend it with Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, Running, you start out with him introducing the new, um, the new professor mm-hmm. for the office, effort mm-hmm. that's taking over. Basically, he's like, "Oh, I'm handing off the torch to you." Like he's like, you know, kind of introduce, like, "This is where your office is going to be." Blah blah, like all this stuff. And um, so they start chit chatting as Harrison Ford kind of cleans up the last little box of his stuff. You know, he's like mm-hmm. putting his stuff away, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I heard." Uh, I heard some in- interesting stories about you. Like blah 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 goes on it, and then that's when. Um, Indiana Jones. This is how you introduce the new actor to be Indiana Jones too. Mm-hmm. Is um, because it kind of puts it in this story perspective kind of thing. So what mm-hmm. you do is you have then basically what you do is you have Harrison Ford or Indiana Jones, old Indiana Jones. If you want to do Harrison Ford, whatever, um, mm-hmm. have him be, uh, have him tell the tell a story and have him be like it's like another story about how him like you know saving artifacts from the Nazis and like doing all this kind of stuff or it could be a completely separate thing where he's you know raiding a tomb and you know then mm-hmm. you know it's uh, you know like they had like happened in Raiders of the Lost Ark where he gets the artifact but then the artifact's taken from him so it's like then he has to go and get it back you know mm-hmm. so have him do like you have the entire action film and then at the end you have um, you have uh the guy be like, wow, that's uh, kind of hard to be believed, you know? Like, I can't mm-hmm. believe, you know, sounds like you live quite a life. And you have you have him go, he's like, do you uh, do you have a way to get home? And he goes, and then Indiana looks at him and he goes, oh, my son's going to come pick me up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. So he's like, I'll walk you out of the building. So he walks out of the building. As, as they're walking, you see, like, he's just carrying, doesn't have the hat on. 
as he's kind of shambling out or whatever in the hallway, you meet, um, you see uh, Short Round is there with a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be like, all right, Dad, you ready to go? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And so he gets in the wheelchair and he's like, all right. And he goes, well, it was good talking to you. He goes, and the guy's like, yeah, you too. And he goes, um, he goes, poke around in the office. You might find some artifacts that might be of interest to you. Mm-hmm. Puts on the fedora. The music starts mm-hmm. to like, dun, 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 dun. You have that a little bit. Then you have, um, you've watched the, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the new professor walk back to the office and he's mm-hmm. kind of tidying up and then he sees this like looks like a book there's a like a, a shelf or something that's askew and so mm-hmm. he's like looking at it opens it up and he pulls it, and there's just all these journals in there and so as he pulls it out he looks and it's like diaries adventure diaries from all the other adventures that Indiana Jones has gone on mm-hmm. and that's when he does it then you know then he goes da 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 as he like you see him like being wheeled away like in the wheelchair yeah I love and that so, and then you have like the new adventures of Indiana Jones I love that yeah, such think, a way better way to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, because I just think the character of Indiana Jones, like, it just doesn't work with an eighty-year-old man. That's first. No, it doesn't, and, and it doesn't really work in the sixties. I think that's too modern. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just, it's just not. It just doesn't when work you anymore. Have something about the something about the Nazi occult thirties era. There's mm-hmm. something where the weird kind of mystical stuff works with that, and yeah. it doesn't work. Like, the other thing, too, is it's weird, too, because it's like it doesn't – time travel was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it Kingdom of the Crystal Skull deals with aliens, which I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. He's paranormal, but not like sci-fi paranormal. He's like mm-hmm. mystical religious paranormal stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like, totally. you know, I don't know. It was – yeah. It, it also – this movie also felt like it was written by somebody who had never seen a James Bond oh, – had ever, never seen an Indiana Jones movie and only seen James Bond movies. Yeah, it did feel very the James Bond. The two henchmen that yeah. serve no purpose. Yeah. There's one's nothing really special big about for them. no reason, yeah. invoking <laughs> things of Jaws. Like, why? Yeah. And then one of them's Boyd Holbrook, who speaks in a southern accent, and yet he's a Nazi, which AJ made a good point. She's like, they're probably trying to make a point that, like, Nazis – make the correlation that, like, Nazis don't just exist. You know, Nazis exist in our country, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, but, like, at the same time, you didn't need to do that. Yeah, it, it was weird because, like – okay, if you want – so, let's yeah, let's talk about these bad guys. So – Mads Mikkelsen plays a Nazi from the opening train sequence from like 30 years ago, whatever that is. Not 30, maybe like 10. 10 well, how long ago would you say? When it was World War II, right? Yeah. So the 40s, been, so 20 yeah, years. Yeah, well, if it's maybe? after Hitler had fallen and, and basically it was the collapse of the Third Reich, it would have been 1944, 43. Okay. So maybe? yeah, like 20 Let years, 20 some odd years later, uh, or before. Um, yeah, he is after the Dial of Destiny and on this train. They're trying to abscond with it, and Indiana Jones is like... May 1945. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Indiana Jones is trying to steal it back to put it in a museum or whatever. Uh, yeah, and Mads Mikkelsen becomes the, the villain of the movie where he uh, is the only surviving Nazi from that train and comes after Indiana Jones later. He has a... So... <laughs> He has now been employed by the U.S. government, which happened. Uh, yep. And he Operation was like a paperclip. Yep. He was a contributing. Uh, I mean, they, this movie makes him out to be like one of the main scientists behind the mm-hmm. moon landing. Um, Instead of Werner von Braun. But, you know. Yeah. He built the rockets, they say in the, in the script. Um, and so for some reason, it's, it's very convoluted, but they don't they don't really a- explain it. But 
So the U.S. military or the U.S. CIA has partnered with him, I guess, because he helped NASA put people on the moon. They're like empowering him through the use of American assets, CIA assets, uh, to get this dial of destiny. And like for some reason, and they're like, okay with that uh for some reason and <laughs> and it's really Son, weird these are the questions i had while watching this movie i was like there is no clear motivation for anything no. it's just happening because it happens and like and it's I like everyone say, knows he's a nazi basically yeah. it's weird well, yeah i mean that's also kind of the problem is that everybody in the government did know that the nazis were the nazis but they were fine with it yeah, it's just it's super weird we like needed I- to defeat the soviets yeah, and it was like in this, and to me, it was like it was really weird because he had this whole team of you know, Boyd Holbrook is there. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you had the big henchman guy, you had the lady oh, henchman who worked for the CIA. He has a henchman name too. Oh, okay, I, I didn't Hawk. know. Hawk, Hawk, H A U K E, Hulk. Oh yeah, I guess they, I guess he's supposed to be German or something. Hawk. Yeah, well, but but Boyd Holbrook isn't. No, and his last name is Kleber, which yeah. is a German last name. Yeah, so, so like, maybe he's got German make heritage. Make them not just make them Nazis. Yeah, just yeah, make them like neo Nazis. Have maybe this guy, maybe Mads Mikkelsen has a sort of like a cult following. Maybe like you know he's recruited these neo Nazi guys from the United States to like work with him. Like we just needed something to explain why these people are here and why we should care. Besides, and why all of a sudden they're donning Nazi uniforms. It, yeah, it was so weird, and they're just like, completely on board for. All of the weird magic stuff that happens. No one has any and questions. Doesn't phase anybody. Nobody. <laughs> That's what I liked about the other movies. There are people in the series when it's happening, going, "What is happening?" Yeah, I would love. It's I would like have loved no for Boyd Holbrook. This movie, everybody just takes time travel. Is like a ah, uh, yeah, going to the store. Yeah, and then it's like okay, so one of the one of the hinge people who works for the uh, technically works for the CIA <laughs> and who's like not on board with like the the more you know the more violent tactics that the Nazis are taking is played by a black actress, but there's mm-hmm. really nothing. There's no like point reason. made of that really. There's no, no there's reason. There's no reason for her. To why be black. like her character doesn't even really call anything any of this out. Like it's just weird. Like why is her character a black woman in the '60s working for this Nazi if not to have some kind of dramatic arc for her character? Exactly. And then she gets shot. I remember. And yeah, we're supposed just to be unceremoniously like, oh, shot. Oh, it's just oh, like, she's dead. I'm like, we didn't care about. Like, literally, yeah, she, she got shot, and I was like, no one cares about her. Yeah, like, shouldn't like, isn't the point <laughs> to have her character have some kind of arc? Otherwise, like, why if you're going to make the character a black woman in the sixties? In the sixties, <laughs> working with she's Nazis, probably not really going to want to work for a Nazi. Yeah, so it I makes feel no like sense to make the character black. Yeah, there because must that person have been... would not be working with that person. Yeah, like it, it's there's there's it's incongruous. Like why yeah. that happened? They just she did would have been like, diver- no thanks, I'm go, not doing this. <laughs> they literally went diversity higher. There yeah. you go. Like, yeah. look, we put a black woman in the movie, so you can all stop bitching at us. And it's like, yeah. 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 no, you need to make it meaningful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I there. I'm I'm gonna assume that there was more to her character that didn't make the film. Oh, I'm I hope hoping. so. Because otherwise, why? <laughs> it's just like it's so random. Um, but other okay. So aside from that, uh, the good guy team. Uh, what do you think about Phoebe Waller Bridge in this? She was fine. Yeah, I thought she was fine as well. I don't want to uh, see a series with her in it. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think care. That, I don't think she has that kind of gravitas. I was um, also she doesn't have that kind of uh, charm either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was also confused as to why we were dragging her son along. Yeah, that was weird. Her weird street son. Yeah. Who helps her steal things and is also, like, in love with her, clearly, but we didn't delve into that too much. We were just like, oh, yeah, he's in love with her. It's like. Yeah, I also wasn't sure how old he is. Like, he could have been 12 or 19. He could be 12. He could be 19. I don't really know. They could be sleeping together. She could also be a parental figure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Seemed to be a weird mix of both. And he can kind of do anything, I guess. Like, he's flying a plane. Oh, yeah. He can find his way through caves. He can, you know, he can, you know, unhook himself and you know like uh squeeze through uh take guys like four times his size and lock them onto cages underwater yeah it was um, also he a can weird... fly a plane yeah it was a weird choice to make him fly a plane and it was a weird choice to double down on the idea that he's never flown a plane before and Why? then to do nothing with that like no, well, that's was, what I'm tired of. It's kids. It's this understanding of like kids know technology, so they've always been on the forefront of technology. It's like no, you can't take a a, a 12 to 19 year old child man and yeah. slam him into a plane where he's only been playing with like with like cardboard and stuff. You know, yeah. talking to a drunk pilot. That's how he learned how to fly a plane. Yeah, it's 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 Get absurd. Get out of here. That's the kind of liberties this movie took, and I was like, you clearly didn't understand. It's like Antonio Banderas in the movie for no oh, reason. Oh, man, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. I don't... I it, this Yeah, it was weird. Like, okay, AJ if you're looked gonna- at me when Antonio Banderas showed up, and she's like, is he in the other movies? I was like, did you see him in the other... She's like, no. <laughs> I was like, then he's not in the other movie. She's like, then why is he in this movie? Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, Like... The with the with the kid thing flying the plane, like it okay. If you're gonna make the choice, okay, this kid's never flown a plane, but uh we he's a crafty little kid and we need him to fly a plane for the sequence, then it should play into the story. Like he should struggle with it at least a little bit. But he's just yeah. like, No, I'm flying. And he no, he's not like, only <laughs> Ooh Turbulence. Oh that's yeah, exactly. fun. <laughs> exactly. And then like- why have the other dude in the back of the plane? <laughs> or why have if this kid fl- can fly and he's totally cool flying through storms and time variances. Yeah. Then, like, why do we need this other guy in the back to land it? And be like, yeah, oh, Bojarno. It, yeah, <laughs> like, it's super weird. Like, why didn't they j- – like, if the, if the guy's going to be in the back of the plane anyway, just have him fly it. Like, I don't understand yeah, exactly. why the kid – like, is such a weird choice, it's dude. It's such a dumb it's, – it's, it's literally like, we put a kid in it so the kids will want to see it. It's like, stop. Yeah. Stop putting in characters that make no sense just to draw people in the audience. By the way, I was talking with AJ about this. Like, I'm tired of them putting like nonsensical child characters in these movies just mm-hmm. for the children to connect with something. You're not supposed to want to connect with the sidekick of the movie. You're supposed to connect right. with the hero. You're supposed to want to be Indiana Jones. You're supposed to want to be Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. you know, Sherlock Holmes, like Robin Hood. You want to be this. You don't want to be Friar Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> so stop making these nonsensical characters for kids to connect to and give them the hero that they should want to be they should want to be anyway. That's how like yeah. I grew up and I'm going it's old uncle corner for a second but it's like that's how I grew up and I always wanted to be the hero. You yeah. know? You should want to be the hero. You should want to be the sidekick. Yeah. I think what what a lot of the choices of this movie comes down to I I feel like are like, I feel like that kid is in this movie because they need an additional character on the good side to be in danger. Um, because they can't really do it with uh, Indiana Jones a bunch because he's got to kind of drive the plot. And also, you can't really do much with him as an actor because he's 80 years old. Because his <laughs> knees are melting. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> like, and, and then you kind of need um, Phoebe Waller Bridge's character to kind of move the plot forward because she can do all of the Indiana Jonesing that uh, what's his, that uh, what's Harrison Ford Harrison can't Ford. do anymore. Yeah. So it's like they needed an additional character to like kind of be in danger here and there, and it's just like this is just not Doesn't this is work. not good. This is I don't, I don't I don't like this. I don't like uh, it. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just no one is phased by any of the magic of it. That I think that's sort of That's what drove me the most nuts. Is like yeah. like I said in other stuff in Temple of Doom, you have short round and what's her face that are like, "Oh my god." You know, you've got in in Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, even the Nazis are like, "What is happening?" You know what I mean? Like uh uh, Last Crusade, there are people what, when they're in the temple, there are people freaking out. You know, there's uh-huh. like there's an amazement about what's happening around them, and I can't remember Crystal Skull because um, I've only seen it once. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it has that too, where there's a little bit of that, like this is crazy. Yeah, you know. But in this movie, there's none of that. No, no one. It's no like one says anything. And there's jaded some thorough- people that have seen the face of God. Like even Harrison, like the only person that should be non-phased by any of this is Harrison Ford. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, he's the only one who has license to not be phased by. He's the it. only person in the movie when everybody's freaking out, going, "Oh my God!" He's like, "Relax, we'll be fine." Yeah. It. it yeah. It's. It's just. It's insane. I also didn't to me. like sad Harrison. I didn't like sad Indy. Yeah. <laughs> Sad divorced indie made me like bummed out, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So let's talk about the third act. Um Do we they, have to? Yeah. The Dial okay. of Destiny is a sort of like a temporal astrolabe uh, of of sorts. It like Ooh, uses, using the busting out the big words today. Yeah, busting out the uh, world history class, uh, seventh yeah, grade world history facts. Yes, uh, sir. Get after it. I love yeah, this. Yeah, it's basically a star comp, like a compass that uses like the movement of stars and whatnot to like detect ripples in space time for mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. <laughs> somehow or other and it was created by Archimedes in 200 BC in Greece uh, yep. and they use it to find uh, what the bad guy thinks is a way back to Sicily in uh, in nope. World War II he's trying to get yeah yeah Sicily in World War II sorry yeah yeah he's trying to get to Sicily in World War II that's where he thinks it's going but he didn't account for continental drift which or Archimedes when he built it didn't uh, yeah. factor in uh, continental drift, which somehow changes the time. I guess. Look, look, <laughs> look, Asan. It was the only weapon Indiana Jones had left. <laughs> so they 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 arrive in Sicily, but instead of in 1930 or 40 or whatever, they land there in 200 BC Archimedes time, and uh, they're they're back in time uh, after flying through this wormhole in the sky. Um, so I think, so on the face of it, like dramatically, I like the idea of for Harrison Ford's probably last Indiana Jones movie to give this character the one. So in a perfect version of this movie, I like the idea of giving this character the one thing his character has always wanted, right? Is to be one with history, right? He has Mm -hmm. the opportunity to actually see it face-to-face and kind of be where he's always wanted wanted to be in, in history as it's happening but he the, the arc i guess of his character in the in the perfect version of this is 
even staring in the face of the thing he's wanted most, he realizes that the connections with the people that he has now is more important than trying to relive the past, right? Wrong. <laughs> Wrong, because he was going to stay. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. In the perfect, in, had to, oh, in the perfect in movie. The perfect Sorry, I missed version. that. I thought Sorry. you were like, in this movie, like, no, he no, wanted not to go home. I was movie. like, he did not. <laughs> in the perfect version of this, that's what happens, right? Yes. Uh, okay, also, in- <laughs> can I just point out real quick the wound? Yeah. Uh, the wound problems in this movie. Sure. Um, he gets shot clearly in the chest. Yes. And then is able to just survive for for, for what seems for like hours, hours and hours, hours and hours. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, we uh, I caught this too. She looks at his shoulder. That's how they got uh, around it because I think I mean, at some point he was supposed to die. Oh uh, yeah, there and was so probably a version it. of that. They got around it and they were like, "Oh my god, how's your shoulder?" I was like, "He didn't get shot in the shoulder." Yeah, no, he, he shot did not. directly in the chest. And then when every Nazi gets shot after one shot, they're like, "Oh my god, I'm dead." Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if they uh, reshot the act- the ending of this. To I, I would not be surprised if there was a version of this where he stays in Greece and dies. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think for me, I would have enjoyed a little bit better uh, than the the actual ending we got. Because I think in the in the perfect version I just laid out, he makes the choice to leave, right? In this version, he doesn't make that choice at all. He's like, I want to stay. And uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge punches him out. And, yeah, and knocks ups- him out and puts him on a plane. Which to me is the worst of both worlds. <laughs> uh-huh. Because, like, what's the point of bringing Indiana Jones to the past if he's, A, going to not stay there, or, B, make the choice on his own to come back? To me, it's yeah. like, what's the point of doing this then? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think it was supposed to be, like, a woo moment. Like, yeah, put that old man in his place. It's like, no. It doesn't no. read like that. And see, this is my problem. I knew they were going to land the plane on the beach, and he was going to meet Archimedes the minute they went through the time rift. And that's what mm-hmm. I had a problem with, because I mm-hmm. knew what they were going to do, because I knew some stupid producer was going to be like, well, if he went all the way there, he needs to meet Archimedes. No, he freaking doesn't. Yeah. Have a fight scene in the plane, flying over it. You don't need the kid in the plane. Have a fight scene in the plane, flying over it. He somehow gains control of the plane, turns it around, flies mm-hmm. it back through the rift. You know, mm-hmm. or someone turns it around, flies it back through the rift, and then it, the rift closes, and we're done. Yeah. You know, he's been yeah. shot, he's bleeding, the mm-hmm. Nazis have been knocked out. You know, everybody's hurting. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like just do that. Like you mm-hmm. don't need like don't crash the plane, don't land the plane, don't make Indiana Jones like connect with anyone on that beach. Like mm-hmm. don't have a secondary plane. Don't give him the don't give the character the option to meet Archimedes. Just don't. It doesn't need to happen. It cheapens the entire thing. Like it's just. It's better if the magic is almost like if the magic in the movie was like, did that actually happen? Right. You know? Yeah. No, I get I get that too. Especially if you're not gonna like if you're not gonna use it to to, yeah, don't. to make the, yeah. the, the, the important dramatic turn, then like don't do it. Yeah, like, that's just my don't whole point. do it. Yeah, yeah, don't bust it out if you're not gonna make it if you're not gonna do it. Like yeah. you know, like it's that it's that recall. Don't show something in screen if you're not gonna use it. Right. Yeah, it's it's definitely that. Um, yeah, it, it, the the ending, the third act of this movie was uh, was very clunky. Um, yeah. Um, so he goes back because uh, it, it seems like he should have to make the choice because ultimately, what makes him realize that like the people in his life are more important is he has a re a re uh, reuniting with. Uh, with Marion, right? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. once he once he gets back to normal times or whatever. But like, I think dramatically that scene has to happen before he makes the choice of whether or not to stay uh, or come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what's he's he gotta... going back to? Getting drunk on his seat in the middle <laughs> exactly, of the day? Exactly. And I think that's like, I think it, the script could have, at least the third act could have used another, pa- another pass because it's like, th- those moments should be happening simultaneously. Like, he should, there, we need to, his relationship with Marion needs to be addressed either as he's making the decision whether or not to come back or before it. Not after mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. that's just that's yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's super weird. That's so strange. Yeah. It's movie man. Like, yeah. um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I think there needed to be. Uh, if you're gonna do a scene in ancient Greece, there has to be a that like the scene that happens there has to has to be the scene that somehow wins Indy over either whether he decides to stay or go back that decision needs to be made there not after <laughs> and it does yeah. definitely doesn't need to be made for him uh which right. I think was um uh ultimately what I didn't love about it uh was that like someone else made the decision and not him um mm-hmm. so yeah I I was trying to think of a, of a way this to didn't fix really it also, this also act, didn't but, really feel like Indy's movie no it was yeah he was just kind of along for the ride uh yeah. and kind of didn't want to be right um, <laughs> so yeah um yeah i'm running a little bit short on time so do you have anything else that you want no, to say about I'm this good. before we get out of here cool no 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 it's just like i said the first two acts when they're like the adventure and they're running around trying to find the pieces and whatnot and the chase i was like oh yeah i'm in this is cool yeah. this is fun like this mm-hmm. is clippy like let's go like this is good time and then the minute they were like we're gonna go through the rift i was like and i'm out yeah um, I, I will say one thing before we get out of here. Uh, shout out to Toby Jones. He's in this uh, yeah. as, as the, the, the sidekick character in the beginning. I thought mm-hmm. he's always great whenever he shows he's up. so good. I yeah. love him. He's great. Um, anytime um, he pops up is great. And give me another, and you know, I want to see, give it a minute. Give it like, I'd say give it like a couple of years, like four or five years. Then find an unknown, bring back Indiana Jones. Sure. You know? Yeah. And set it in the 30s or earlier. Set it in the 30s or earlier. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't have to always be. He doesn't have to always be fighting Nazis. He could be in. Com- com- there's other like dark archaeologists out there that he has to be competing with. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't even have to be a secret cabal of of anything. It could just be like he's on an adventure and some wild shit happens. You yeah. know what I mean? Dude, you could have him trying to figure out his way out of like have a um like have him on an adventure in like the jungle or whatever. Some Aztec mm-hmm. ruins. I don't know. Pick whatever you want. Yeah. And um, you know, he gets trapped inside the temple, and it's a movie about him and like this other archaeologist or something like that trying to find their way out and they have to find their way out through all the traps and everything like that and then sure. there's yeah yeah totally like you there's a lot you could do with indiana jones there's I so many just, stories you could tell and anytime you want to put indiana jones in a fist fight on a train i'm here mm-hmm. for it yes 100 <laughs> percent. in train on a train around a train i'm here for it yeah just more trains just more train action yeah <laughs> all right dude uh people can find you online yeah, you can find me online. All right, you can find me online at Asan the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular. Derek, thanks again so much for joining me this week, and we will see y'all next week.